just glad you're <sighs> still with us, Pat. Yeah, dude, I'm glad just glad to be here. Yeah, Pat almost just died on was... on screen. <sighs> Our first recording with the new camera, I might add, thanks to uh, Black Tractor. <laughs> Just tractor, just yeah. tractor. Yeah, it's a yellow tractor. Yeah, <laughs> a tractor lemonade almost killed me. We had a, about a three-minute derailment just now because yeah, all, all the all the wheels were turning, the engine was was revving up, and then Pat had to choke on some lemonade. But... Oh, I still kind of am. So <clears throat> this is just like a random <laughs> cutout at the beginning of the episode, guys. It's because I died again. <laughs> but here we are, episode nine, the Took main a... stand podcast. Um, obvious housekeeping. Josh already mentioned it. We've got a brand new camera. Yeah, um, open up in the world. Hopefully it helps uh, speed up the content making process. Wave to the Canon T7 real quick, guys. We look a little cuter. Thank you, Canon. Thank you, Mitsubishi. Appreciate you guys for mm. hooking it up with well, No a, free ads. That's a deep cut. No, the Mitsubishi's a deep cut. It is a, it's, a, it's not a free ad because they supplied the camera, so. <laughs> All right, but uh, no, we're uh, we're excited to be here. We're we've had a have had a little break. Yep, we've had some international football that we've been able to watch over the last couple of weeks on the uh, the, the Premier League hiatus from Her Majesty's departing the realm. I'm gonna be totally honest. <clears throat> Still dying. I didn't watch like anything. I didn't watch and watch the U.S. game. I got really mad. I have not watched a lick. Of footy. I've just been fucking busy. The Nations League is pretty <coughs> beat, if we're being honest. It shouldn't exist. No. A lot of uh a lot of under two point five total goal games. Mm. Uh, which is very especially before a World Cup. Who's going on a full sprint or uh you know, a two footed tackle, you know, eight weeks before the World Cup? Very few people. Exactly. Very few. But Pat, um, you've been busy. What have you been up to, my man? Uh, <coughs> I'm moving. Shortly after time of recording. Uh, I move in this coming weekend, so Saturday. So I'm probably going to be missing the North London Derby, so I'm relying on you two to really get coverage for that one. Um, and then I'm going to watch the Manchester Derby the following day. And, ooh, okay, we're good. Watch the Manchester Derby the following day. I'm going to put my apartment together. But, yeah, I'm moving. Finally um, getting to a place that I can live in and, like, not go broke, shut up Portland, <laughs> Maine, and won't burn down knock on wood renters insurance is important not sure that's wood, very very important i also got a tattoo and that's about everything i've been doing yeah, i'd love to show it to the camera man. but i'd have to take my pants off <laughs> <laughs> have to put that on patreon <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's just on my thigh it's not an ass tattoo that's probably next year we'll get there yeah mitch what have you been up to uh just learning uh what it takes to own a camera uh doing a lot of kind of just sitting at home and soul searching soul searching um was able to get my hands on fifa 23 so i've been playing that over the last couple of days is it as bad as um, fifa 22 and 21 it's and different it's it's the <clears throat> first year since probably 2013 i can say it's a different product mm. where there's like a big difference in how the game feels when you play it but um power shots are dumb uh the new chem system is easier once you figure it out but it's frustrating that they're throwing it in 33 points makes it weird yeah chem yeah so there's no like direct links (laughs) anything like that it's um it's based on x amount of players from club country 
and then positioning matters. So uh, there's no little lines anymore. No, no lines. No so works. like it, you have to have, I think it's eight players from the same league or country to get three chem for the player. And then positioning is different this year too. So players can have a few different uh, sub positions that they play. And instead of just a straight like line swap with the old position modifiers, you can select what position they like. So if somebody's a striker, right mid and a cam, if you put a position modifier on it at a striker, you can go cam or right mid. Yeah. You can select where they go for their secondary position. So it opens up a lot of doors to get some really cool teams. I've seen some cool stuff already, but I've just been doing the like the star gallery. I don't know if yeah. you've gotten in on that. I haven't. Um, I Still not going to buy it, but that's just cool. Just did some yeah. division rivals. Uh, <laughs> they need a big patch, I think, right off, just because yeah. corners, we were talking about before, corners suck right now. Uh, dribbling and defense feels way different. I think that's probably the most glaring differences for me and it's like it's slow in the build-up too it, yeah. it feels more natural new camera angle new default camera angle more realistic to a, a broadcast so there's a lot of stuff that it feels like they wanted to do for some time but now it's like kind of falling on deaf ears that it's the last fifa with ea mm-hmm. um but i think everyone's still gonna buy it to be fair no i'm not I didn't. Well, I, so I didn't buy it. Buy I just it. I just sold my soul to the devil and have EA Play Pro. Yeah. So I just get the games when they come out, and I get like some like the pre order bonuses. So it's convenient in that aspect. It's not like I spent the money on it. So. It's literally an addiction. The people who buy it every year, it's we bad. bitch about it, but we buy it every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so. you. You know what's wrong for you, but you still invest in it. Yeah. I'm still gonna buy FIFA points. I'm still gonna open packs. I'm still gonna be. A degenerate. Nah. No. Couldn't be me. We need a we need a house FIFA tourney. Get, oh, get I'm Farwell sure. in here, get the lads I'm sure in we here. Could get something some going. Be a good time. But let's get into some real football. Yes. Uh, like we said, Nations League's been going on. Not really a whole <laughs> lot there besides some takeaways from maybe some teams we're gonna play with England and stuff like that. But let's dive right into it. We have the the US right behind me here. Uh the U.S. men's national team, two games in this window, a 2-0 loss to Japan, and a 0-0 draw today against Saudi Arabia. It doesn't look good for the boys. I'm going to hand it right off to Pat because I know he has stuff to say about it. Burhalter out. We have it, it. Nothing is changing at all. There's still the, no system, but apparently there is a system because he doesn't want Ricardo Pepe to score five goals. He wants Ricardo Pepe to be a forward in his system. What, what is the system? Why did Yedlin play instead of Tyler <laughs> Adams? Why did we not call up... Um, he plays for Union Berlin. Pefok. Why did we not call up Pefok? Why is Aaron Long starting yeah, games? Uh, why are we calling up these MLS players that still just like aren't good enough or just clearly aren't up to snuff for anything why will he not change his system to work with the talent that he has why can't Gio Reyna stay healthy <laughs> why just there's so many issues I have with this men's national team um I've been saying it all week and now I'm gonna say it in a space where it exists forever I hope we lose every game in the group stage so he gets sacked. Do you Genuinely. Hope, do you hope he gets sacked? And 
I have kind of a theoretical question for you. Would you like him to be sacked before the World Cup? No, that doesn't make any sense. We're going to be worse. Okay. I mean, international teams don't normally get that like new manager bounce. Yep. I don't know who's... There's very few coaches in the world you could bring in after sacking Burhalter that will make a difference. I really doubt we could get Mourinho. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It'd be sick if we and could sack the- Mourinho or sack Burhalter and get like Mourinho or Tuchel, but okay, that's... Cool. That's not going to happen. Because the European season, too, we don't have one game in between the, the first match of the World Cup, which is a very unique thing that we haven't ever dealt with. Uh, mm-hmm. So a new manager probably wouldn't work, but I just kind of wanted to put that in front yeah. of you. No, unfortunately, I think we got we got Greg for as long as we stay in the World Cup. Uh, but like I said, I want to come in dead last in the group, concede like 15 goals and get him fired. So today marked the, it's like 72nd or 75th game that this team has played since our last World Cup appearance. Um, That being said, obviously, I would say 35 to 40 of those games have been played with the core that we saw on the field today. With the younger talent we've been kind of touting and looking at over the last few years. Golden generation. Right. So... I mean, at this point, is it is it on Greg or is it on the players? I mean, I think there's a level of responsibility that falls on both both sides of the coin. Yeah, there are a lot of players in this U.S. system that don't necessarily like meet those high standards that we've given them. Like we've seen Pulisic really perform mm-hmm. under Burhalter, but I don't think that's any like credit to Burhalter. I think the yeah. glaring issue is the fact that Burhalter is setting up the system and putting these players in places where a they're not going to succeed yep. and b he's putting a system out that just like it it doesn't get the best out of the players like i've been saying but it also do, it's not like tactically flexible it's not like we at least have this like really clear identity and the players just need to like you know figure out how to play the burhalter way there's no identity we're slow moving forward we just hold possession to hold possession there's no real rhythm in the attack. There's no like unity in the press. There's no off-ball movement in the midfield once we win possession back somewhere. It's just like this stagnant... Like, Berhalter so badly wants the U.S. to be playing this like modern, quick, expansive game. And you see it with him playing with center playing you know playing the ball out of the back trying to get center backs to ping long balls attacking with the fullbacks but it doesn't work that way and there's no like cohesiveness in how he wants his teams to play things that have happened for the u.s that are good under burhalter haven't been because the team is playing really well under this coach that knows what he's doing it's because a moment of brilliance from Pulisic in the with Gold Cup, right? The Gold Cup mm-hmm. yep, in, in our Gold yeah. Cup win. It's a couple moments of magic from players like Weston McKinney when he's healthy and in the midfield. It's a Gio Reyna making a slaloming run through three or four guys when he's healthy. It's me bringing vibes to St. Paul. Josh bringing the vibes to St. Paul. White pants <laughs> all year. It's Turner standing on his head to make that Japan loss look a little more respectable because yeah. he was the only player out there who did anything of note yeah. for I, 90 minutes. I, I, I think what I'm seeing going, especially from these two games, you know, the, these are your last two opportunities to really feel like you're getting up for a World Cup. Mm-hmm. Like, feel like you're you're back on that stage after having it taken away from you in the last cycle and then having the world be put on hold. It feels like there isn't that fire. 
yes, we have this golden age of U.S. men's national players where we have so much talent in Europe, but is the talent getting spread so thin across so many leagues and such different play styles and then coming back to Greg, who doesn't really have that clear identity or ability to use those tools that they've gained and put them forward. The reason I say is it on the players is because when we've seen these two games, both games should have been situations where our our team, regardless of a few knocks here and there, we have McKenney healthy. We have Pulisic coming off of injury and finally getting some some games back. We have Aronson, who's looked very good in his club games and is coming on in, in garbage time today, but was really the only person I saw out there putting 120% behind every decision he made on that pitch. Mm-hmm. He was firing on all cylinders the second <clears> he came out, and he had a solid 20 minutes. I think he had the best 20 minutes on the pitch tonight, and that's that shouldn't be coming off the bench that late in a game against Saudi Arabia where it's your last game before going into the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yes, you don't want to risk injury. You don't want to risk anything crazy because it is just a, a play-in game. It's it's you know leading into what what we need to be focused on but you'd expect them to want to prove something a little different than what we saw against japan yeah i i, th- I do think that there is like a level of responsibility that falls on the players don't get me wrong but like the there are several top nations that are not even like top nations there are several nations that are like ranked below us mm-hmm. in the fifa coefficient that have players from all over everywhere look at all these african teams japan japan (laughs) yeah all these teams in africa that would batter us that we're apparently better than that have guys that play in several different leagues that at least have a coach that knows how to get the best out of the talent that they have yeah there's a lot of footballers on these teams that are just better than anybody that plays for the u.s don't get me wrong there but at the end of the day a team that uh, is uh, thought of so highly the FIFA coefficient stuff is like a little bullshit. I will yeah. preface this with that. But like, we're supposed to be one of the better clubs in the world. And it, it looks like we will be lucky to get a point in our group. Granted, it looked like England fucking sucked too. Yeah, it does look But like that's again why a lot of the, the onus in the international level falls on the manager. And the team selection and what they do to get the most out of these players. And I think England is another prime example. They're similar to the U.S. Same with Portugal. A really good team, incompetent manager that doesn't know how to get the best out of the players at his disposal. I think at the international level, I think the coach matters everywhere. But I think at the club level, a coach can be given a little more time because they have the ability to like really enact a philosophy and show that like this is how we're going to be playing, take Klopp's few years at Liverpool, Pep's first year at City. I mean, Tuchel in a way at Chelsea too, even though he did get fired. Uh, it takes them some time. I don't time. think that's on him. I think yeah, that's exactly. Why, yeah, It takes time to get things working, but at the international level, you don't have that like uh, luxury right. yeah. to be able to take time. So you yeah. need a manager that can come in. No, you know, you only, you don't have to pick from, you, you pick the, you know, the 23 best guys that your country has to offer and you get the best out of them. And you can see what how to get the best out of them by seeing they're the best players in your country. You see how they excel at these other clubs. Right. You're supposed to translate that to yeah, the yeah. international stage. And Berhalter just doesn't do that. He's just, you know, he's, right. he's, he's bald and I hate him. 
Do you know what we look like, our <laughs> offense? Our offense looks like a team full of, like, Man City Jack Grealishes. Just like not quite sure what to do, like, yeah, what they, to do on the ball. It's all just like good up until like the last few balls, and then we give we the ball love back. recycling possession instead of doing anything incisive with it in the final third. Yeah, exactly. And if we do something incisive with it, it's never good enough. Yeah, it's crazy just how fall like far we've fallen because uh, what was it last summer uh, when we beat Mexico like twice in the same summer? It looked the great. Gold Cup and the the not the Olympics, but um, what's the other competition that we played in last summer? Champions, uh, we the played in two finals. Oh, yeah, the CONCACAF. No, 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 was in goal, and he saved penalties. It was the Gold Cup, and um, it's the this other CONCACAF. Well, not no, CONCACAF. It's, it's like several different. I can't think of the name of this. We tournament. beat Mexico twice in the same summer. It felt like we were on Is, like a super. It, high. No, it's it's the South American. It's like the the American version of of the Copa of, America. No, of Europa League. Yeah, not Europa. Um, we we're idiots. Okay, we're all fuck. really fucking stupid. It doesn't matter what it is. My my point being is that we were on a, a super high, and now we're just like going into the World Cup with no confidence whatsoever. And his like managerial decisions today just like boggle my mind. Why are you playing players the last match you have before the World Cup? You're playing Dest out of position at left back. You're playing Yedlin at right back, which is fucking crazy to say in 2022. Yeah, Yedlin should not be getting in this team. Yeah, Aaron Long doesn't make sense. Still skittish after the injury. The injury is a fucking shit football. I, it takes I, 10 I, seconds to see. It, you're not wrong. And I, I mean, going go, like after these two games, I feel like there's only one position that has been solidified, and that's Matt Turner and Nett. I feel like that's the only yeah. solid, like, that's the only person that I feel confident in saying out of the 11, that's the name that I need to put there. Nobody else has proven to me that their position is safe going into the World Cup. If I'm Greg, I have I have 10 people in the outfield that I I it could be a toss up the night before the game. To, to be fair, I actually don't think Walker Zimmerman's been that bad. Uh, Walker Zimmerman might be that, the good. other name. He yeah. might be the other name out of out of the starting 11. And that's saying something cuz I generally want to fight Walker Zimmerman. He's been good in the play. past like, six months, I think. Mm-hmm. But like my, my whole thing with uh, Burhalter is, and I have a quote from him after the match. Uh, he said after the match, I, I think we got some clarity. We talked about it today and with, with the coaching group, and things became pretty clear uh, on the final roster for Qatar. They asked him to elaborate on that, of you know what he saw for things to become clear, and he responded with just things. That's Didn't not a- elaborate at all. Uh, and Pepe starting up top today is confusing for me as well. Uh, Pepe finished the game with 13 touches, less than Matt Turner in goal. I um, Shocking. For the last game before you head to a World Cup to play a player who gets 13 touches at striker. And isn't Erling Holland who will score four goals off of those 13 touches. Yeah. Not every player can do that, you know? We're starting this kid based on a run of like four good games. Yeah, it should be Pifok. Yeah, or Sergeant. Yeah, P. Fokker. I fine. You're right. You're right. <laughs> He's deserved a run right. out. But it it should be one of those two. It should, Pepe should not be anywhere near the starting eleven right now. Yeah. What was today an opportunity to get him another game? Because he's been nursing an injury too. It was an ankle injury, right? If Pepe? I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, he's just not playing he just hasn't in Germany. Been, he just hasn't. I don't think selected. he's been I'm injured. Not ta- I'm not talking Germany. I'm talking with the national team. I have no idea no, if he has an injury, but I he might, just I might be thinking isn't getting games on his. He he 
didn't hack it at Augsburg and they yeah. loaned him to a team in the Netherlands and he's still not performing. Groningen, right I think. Yeah, Groningen, the team yeah. that Robin used to play for. Yeah. Which we, we remember on this one, the, you know, to call back to the last episode when we could not remember yeah, where Robin we were thinking played. thinking about it. Yeah. That's a, yeah, it's confusing. The only, uh, I will say a player I thought played decent today and he's a player I really like and I hope he gets minutes. Only MLS player I'll really vouch for besides Zimmerman, Kellen Acosta. Uh, Kellen Acosta's class. I, I think, think he's, he's one of our better midfielders. He's a mature MLS player, but he has a creative, um, you know, little facet of his game. Uh, I think him, Musa, and you know, McKenny and Adams. You should be able to pick three of those midfielders and have a competent performance. Uh, and then I, just play, or just play Adams at right back. Is the other position he can play that he's been playing for the national too. team? Not a bad if idea. If he can stay healthy too, like he took some pretty heavy knocks today. It was a pretty physical game, all things considered. But I just, I, the other, the other question mark I have is Ariola. The amount of time he's spending on the field, it's just, it's so, it's so miss, it's so mad. It's, it's like a wasted, wasted spot on the field because he'll take the ball and then he'll just, he'll hold play. It's like that, it's like the, the mouse wheel buffering almost. It's like, as soon as it goes to his feet, the, the run up dies and. We saw it a lot today, too. So I don't. I don't know. We're just not very good. That's. I think we're realizing that we probably hyped this group up a little bit too much. Yeah, I've known we're not very good for a while. <laughs> Lemonade's killing. Pat. We fucking suck. No, I was trying to. I was a little afraid to take a sip, but <laughs> we just fucking suck. I uh, mapping out the the group here. We're playing Wales first. That's mm-hmm. gonna be a tough one. Gareth, gonna Bale, Gareth Bale has potential to rip up our defense. Nico Williams is going to murder the United States of America. Nico will be going against our left back, which I don't know the health status of fucking um, Jedi. Or he would be our first choice, I'm assuming. If, yeah, if I, I, actually, I also just don't. I think if Gareth Bale is healthy and usually plays how he does for Wales. Rip. They have a yeah. decent midfield, too. Harry Wilson, those those boys. And then you have England. I mean, and that they, England will be the game where we pretty much know if we're going. England... We, the, I, England should, should, should kick the shit out of us. But logically speaking, though, if we're able to win our games against, like, if you look at it on paper, England is the best team in the group, talent-wise. Yeah. They could finish third, though. They could the finish third. Playing, they could not if, get out of that if, group. If you're looking at it on paper, <laughs> if we beat Wales and we... Iran and Iran, we should be fine. If we get six points from those two games, we're fine. Real quick, you guys look at the look at the other friendlies results that happened concerning our group. Iran beat a full strength Uruguay over the international Iran's break. Pretty good. They beat a full strength yeah. Uruguay. So, so is Iran and Wales going through from our group? I mean, I think I mean, Iran, Iran is I better think than is we all, are. I don't think just people know about Iran. We've been yeah. saying they've been good since we got the draw. Yeah, I don't really know much about them, but we wouldn't beat a full-strength Uruguay. No. Fuck no. No, we'd make Darwin Nunez look like a Suarez regen. Absolutely. He scored a goal today, but... He did. Yeah, he did. Great. <laughs> He'd score seven on the U.S. That boy. England, but, I don't know. We we all thought England. I mean, England in 2010 was pretty good too. We we drew it with them. I think I think that it, team in 2010 was different. To beat, yeah, it was that team in 2010 was different. That team had a mentality. We had a good coach. That was the real 
golden generation of the U.S. I don't like Landon Donovan, but Landon Donovan, Clint Dempsey, Tim Howard, uh, Hercules Gomez was in that side. Yep. That was a good U.S. men's national team. This is not a good oh, U.S. Yeah. men's national team. I think if you set the controller to all-out attack, though, you could get a chance to beat England because they're just not progressive enough. That's very true. Yeah, and they're... They have a lot of issues at the back now, too, with yeah. Maguire apparently Stones. injured. Stones injured, which... Calvin her, Phillips might not be there. Calvin Phillips will not be there. He's having surgery on yeah. his shoulder. Yeah, that's tough. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's actually better for the U.S. I feel like England plays better when they're losing. Uh, it might just be better for the U.S. to just see how long they can stay nil-nil and just push at the end for the last 15 minutes, go all out. We shall see, but we're... Speculating. we got 54 days. 54 days until World Cup Qatar Mm, is upon us. And we will do, like, you know, the full preview thing, but we needed to get our gripes out about it. Yeah, it's been a rough international break. Let's, I want to talk about more fun football that, the football that brings me joy, not the football that hurts me. Right. Um, Let's talk about uh, the Premier League because. I missed it. This, I've missed it so Oh much. my god, dude. It was really rough. These past, I didn't know what to do when I woke up in the morning these last two weekends. I'm not even going to lie. Like International football kind of just sucks. I mean, it's fun like when you can get behind your country. But it's just like... It's I like the, fun it's, in a it's World fun Cup when there's, when there's like real competition. But like international friendlies are really tough to Just the quality. About. Like even World Cup matches. Like the, the quality of international football. There's is just something about inter- yeah, like it's nice to real get international it's nice football. To get like... The Euros, like the Gold Cup when it's on, you, tournaments like that are it's like, like the Olympics. Like it's 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 a national pride. You yeah, they're fun that, to watch. That you got guys that like country. should care about the shirt they're wearing a lot. Some yeah. of them a lot more than the clubs that they play for. So yeah. I like watching international football. Like when there are stakes. Yeah, friendlies suck. The Nations League sucks. But that's yeah, the that, Nations League was fucking brutal. That's not. That's not. That, let's talk about a game that two club games this weekend because we're gonna talk about just the two big games of the Premier League. So we got some juicy fucking matches Saturday juicy. and Sunday. Great weekend. In the out. Prem. So we'll start with the first one. The North London Derby is right. It's the first game. The 7.30. Oh, it's the 7.30 It's the 7.30 game for us. It's like, it's the, it's the 12.30 game in England. But oh. yeah, it's the 7.30 kickoff. Uh, first game of the weekend. Arsenal, Tottenham. Um... How do you guys feel about uh, it? Who you guys got? I intro it. You guys can talk about the game a little bit. Like, I'm going to do a Arsenal guy this here. weekend. Yeah, it's like fucking Jekyll and Hyde with us. I need to draw. Arsenal. I want to draw. <laughs> I, uh, I, I want Arsenal to go out and, and prove something. I think this weekend, regardless of the historical statistics on if the matchup. If they play like they did against United, they're not going to get shit out of this game. It, right. Mm. If they go out and play like they were the first six seven weeks of the season i think there's going to be no issues um you have a a defense that's starting to find its feet a little bit obviously the united game is has been the outlier i have to give side eye whenever someone mentions that's fine i know you hate gabriel saliba's been a a diamond in the rough tommy yasu's coming back from injury i think he played against us yeah he He played against the u.s yeah he came on um so i i i think this is going to be a a statement match for arsenal historically fucking statement loss probably historically shut up can we get a a clip of when we had the united preview because i feel like this is a regurgitation (laughs) 
<laughs> I regurgitate a lot, okay? Mitch is the fucking Comes editor, so either he's gonna make himself he's either gonna do it to himself or he's not. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh just edit an audio track over it and fix it like Netflix does to old episodes of their shows. Just a video side by side. Um finish your Yeah, thought, so anyway please. anyway, I just I just feel like Arsenal have something to prove. And I'm going to ride this hill all year. I think if they're able to take these big games, especially coming off of an extended break, they have time to gather their thoughts. They have time to kind of rest some legs. They don't have very many people going out and playing international matches. I think it's a good opportunity for them to come out. It's not like they have 10 10 No, I'm just trying to think out. who. Yeah. Like Tomiyasu. Jesus. Jesus. Odegaard. Shaka. Shaka. Sako. Partey got Saka. hurt. Redacted got hurt, I think. Probably. Who fucking cares? Matt. Oh, yeah, Matt Turner. Matt Turner. He doesn't start, though. <laughs> Ramsdale. Rams. He didn't play, though, did he? Did he play no, for England this, no. this break? Yeah. So, okay, you're right. They have the... the so, here's my issue I'd, I, I have with Arsenal this weekend. It's not that I have an issue with how... Okay, I do have an issue with how Arsenal playing big games because they did not look super threatening against United. They they had little flits when they would come in and out and they would have a lot of pressure. They didn't capitalize on any of that pressure. Another issue I have with this game for Arsenal is um, Tottenham put 10 men behind the ball against Nottingham Forest. They're going to do that against Arsenal. They're going to play terrorist ball. Arsenal are really going to struggle to break them down, I think. And Sun is coming off a hat trick and a really good international break for South Korea. I don't have any, any trust, any if I'm an Arsenal fan, just in general. I don't believe in Arsenal's ability to contain a young men's son that's playing to 70% of his capacity. And we've seen... Time and time again, a lot of these young Arsenal players succumbing to the moment of the North London derby. Uh, Gabriel's red card against them at the end of last season. They're still a very young team who are going up against a Tottenham side with a veteran front three that have been regularly starting two of the biggest shithouses in the Prem and Harry Kane and Richarlison up top. They have guys like Perisic who are very experienced in the Tottenham back line. I just don't see Arsenal rising to this occasion given the past results and how they looked against United. I really, really favor Tottenham going into this weekend. I think I'm actually going to take a draw. You almost sold me on Tottenham there with the the montage, so... I appreciate that. It's a monologue, I think, is the monologue. word you were looking for. But yeah, it's it was. fine. It was. Uh, Arsenal have only lost one in twenty nine at home against Tottenham in the, in the past in the past twenty nine games. So that does have me leaning towards Arsenal. But I think I have this match as a a match that's going to be like a real manager battle. And I just think Conte has Conte has the, the edge, edge in that. Yeah. So considering that Arsenal has such a big home advantage, you know, in recent times, I, I think Conte can at least go there and get a point. So I'm, I'm more leaning towards a, a, a draw, draw than a Spurs win. Because again, Tottenham are going to put 10 men behind the ball against Arsenal. Yeah, They're not yeah. going to go out and really play with them. Again, they parked the bus against fucking Nottingham Forest. They're mm-hmm. going to do that against Arsenal. Yeah. 
I, I think so. And Spurs are going to have a really good game plan. They're going to be organized. Uh, I do think Arsenal, I think Bakayo has been on form. He's been recently, really good. So. Bakayo Saka has been playing really well. I mean, yeah. Arsenal have been playing well. It, it's taken nothing away from the fact that Arsenal took 15 points from the first six games, right? They played seven. Wait. Math. 18 points from the first 18. seven six. games, six games, not seven games, because they, they have one they loss and six one. wins. Yes, 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 yes. They've taken 18 points from their first seven games. That's a great return. This Arsenal side looks good. I am, it's the same issue that Josh and I have had with Arsenal for the past however long fucking Arteta's managed that side. Mm-hmm. They just don't get up for the big games. They really just, they either, again, fall falter to the the stage that is being presented in front of them or they get run over in these games we've seen them you know play liverpool in like must win situations and get battered you know i I don't i don't think this is a must win situation though having it happen so early on in the year i think this is a big any north london derby no no it's a it's a big game but it's not a must win like you don't need the points to to clinch something or or save a a champions league spot it's i think it's it, it is a big game but i don't think it has that added pressure of a needed three points i think it's going to take some some of that away from it and it's more let's push forward build off of what we've had and if we can continue moving forward beyond a united loss a bad one bad game Mm. if they can use that as fuel going into a home field advantage north london derby Mm. i think arsenal has a great opportunity to prove the doubters wrong in a situation like this i don't think it's as big i don't think the stage is right so i I, i'm just gonna give my two cents on that statement and then we can move on because i don't think you're wrong yeah i think it's early in the season and i think everything you said is true but i think every reason you gave for it not being a much like a needed three points it really just is why they need to win this game yeah 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 like they cle- they uh, they have doubters. They have a lot of doubters. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't think this side can do that. I think they need to bounce back. They need three points here because that's now that's going to be two match days in a row where they have faltered against teams that that they will need to be competing with they need if they want to off. take that yeah. next step forward. I, I think in this situation, it really is a must win game for Arsenal. They need to know show they can bounce back. They need to show they have that mentality. To lose a game like that and go get three points, you, the 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 teams that they the standard that they are trying to reach right now are City and Liverpool, and those two teams in the past when they've been challenging for titles don't lose two games in a row. They don't lose two big games in a row. They go through patches where they play, you know, the City last season where they played Liverpool three times in a row. They dropped one of those games. You know what I mean? And then the, those those stretches where City and Liverpool will go unbeaten for 18 games in a row and they'll play three of the top six and they'll win all three of those mm-hmm. games. If Arsenal want to get to that level and they want to prove to people that that are people are talking about this team as like, maybe they could be a title contender, stuff like that. They need to prove they can really bounce back yep. from, from a loss like United. And, and that's why I think this is a must win if yep. this Arsenal team is going to show they're doubters that they are here to like really compete mm-hmm. and Arteta really is building something here and these players they spent a lot of money 
And they, they, they need to just start showing that they have that ability to win. Yeah, and I opinion. don't think anyone, when we talk about like the doubters or whatever, I don't think anyone doubts Arsenal's offense or creativity. No. It's a big question mark for their defense. We saw what Anthony did to them in the first half right. at Man United. They're going to go up against a proper striker in Harry Kane. We're not talking, you know, Jamie Vardy or Zaha. You know, Harry Kane's a, a proper, like, top five striker in the world. In the world. Yeah, he's he's arguably the best striker in the Premier League on his day. Yeah, there's there's levels to the game, and they're going to be playing against a top-level guy with top-level guys around him, too. With humans on, uh, Kulisevsky can cause damage, you know, on the right. Honestly, hasn't looked as strong no, this season. No, but he's a, he's a threat. Yeah, and Kulu, I think Kulu's been one of their best forwards, to yes. be honest, this season for them yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have question marks around Arsenal's creativity. I have question marks around Arsenal's creativity against a team like Tottenham. Yeah, that's fair too. That's fair too. And I, I, I guess just at the end of the day, I think if Tottenham do go out and play this terrorist ball, put and they're it, going to, and they, they will, are fucking going to. I think Arsenal are a better team at breaking down a defense like that than Nottingham Forest. So I think that is a step in the right direction. And I think if if their defense can find some feet. I think I agree. I, I, I don't think anything points. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Wrong. No, I know, I know. Like that's the that's the part point of the discourse. I just yeah, we're both trying to convey this two sides of the argument. We have I the think. same thoughts, but like Odegaard and Jaka are probably the, the two to watch during yep. the day. Because yeah. if there's anyone that can really break down or like pick something out from long distance, it's Jaka and Odegaard. And Odegaard, yeah. yeah. I think our, they need to win that midfield battle too if they're going to yeah. have any chance. Exactly. of just finding a foothold in that game. Tottenham's midfield too. Talk about be a good interesting. One. I think Jesus as well. Jesus is a player that in the past for City was be known to be more of like a big game performer. I think this is his chance to show that he still is. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's going to be a fucking massive game. North London derbies always are. Uh, the fact that it's a l- in the morning might take a little bit of the edge off it, mm-hmm. just because people are you know on the piss all morning. We'll get see. Out, get your coffee. Uh, we yeah. will see. Yeah, exactly. And it's a twelve thirty game. You can you can be hammered for a twelve thirty kickoff. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Twelve uh, thirty somewhere. We'll go to Sunday's game, uh, the Manchester Derby, the big one, the the big one. Uh, I think everyone's interested in this because Man United are it does feel like trending upwards past couple games under Ten Hag and. Uh, City's obviously cruising, but everyone's asking the question of, you know, City have had, I say they're cruising, they've had hiccups. You know, Still undefeated, though. Yeah, still undefeated. Still unbeat. I think they've had lapses in where they play a good half, a really good half, and then a, a really bad half, or vice versa. It's been vice versa. It's, yeah, it's been a it's bad a good... half, and then we bring it back. So can United pick them out in the first half and get something from this game? Put Really put City, you know, on pressure? I think they can. I'm, I'm like, very... I, I So... I see this game. Me, I was talking to a President United fan, Cameron, about this or uh, a couple days ago. Um, we both are kind of in the same camp. This game is going to go one of two ways: um, City are going to win handily, or it's going to be a high-scoring draw. I don't okay. think that City lose this game just with the way the season has been trending, and th- there's just a little bit of like an edge about City. This season, it feels a lot harder to beat them. Uh, you know, there have been three or four results this year that you can point to from Newcastle to Crystal Palace to even Dortmund in the Champions League where, like, City of Old don't win those games. They and just now, claw back. Yeah, and now we're yeah. now we're getting back in them. Um, and I, I think it really comes down to what, is our, what does City's back line look like for this game? If it's Cancelo, uh, if it's what it should be, which is Ederson in net, 
Cancelo on the left, Akanji DS, and probably Kyle Walker on the right in a game like this, fine. we should be fine. If there's any weird things that happen, if Ake is forced to play, I think United could take advantage of that, even though I do rate Ake. Um, but, but I mean, outside of that, on paper, City should beat this United side where just a, a far better team than them, but United are trending up in the right direction, and we've seen United take advantage of a team that plays a very similar style to City in that high line mm. possession, death by a thousand cuts game of Arsenal. Both of the goals that they scored, two of the goals they scored, or one of the goals they scored against them, the counterattacking, the Rashford goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Rashford goal was just three passes and they mm. scored a goal. And if United can take advantage of that, I can definitely see City faltering in similar ways that Arsenal did. Where the issue in that is, is City are arguably the best team in the world right now. At least through yeah, the you know the, the first I would say little that. like third of this quarter of the season that we're in, and and they we're scoring goals. We are not losing games. That's the biggest thing. Um, I I don't see a city loss this weekend. I I think City get it over the line and show the, everybody in the prem that we're here to win another title. I think Holland is going to absolutely abuse that Man United defense. Yeah, uh, he's talked about this being the team he wanted to play the most. You know what I mean? Yeah, serve balls up to him on a plate. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, I I, I think Holland continues the scoring. Uh, De Bruyne always has a good game against United. So, I, I think... I think the only way United... I kind of agree with you. I think the only way they get something out of this game is if they, like, nick a goal early, you know, yeah. hit you a couple times in the first 20 minutes. But United it, won't win this game. The, City will lose this game. It's going to be yeah. dependent on your center-back pairing. Um, I mean, I think Akanji... Like Akanji's been really good. Akanji's been great. Right, right. I'm saying, like, if Ake has to go in, if there is a training injury, if there is... It's going to be one of those Knock on game right time. fucking now. Nothing's real in this cookie cutter apartment. I'm sorry. Thanks. Uh, Jesus, ricochet shot. Well, <laughs> you know what I meant. Not. It's not where you live. It's who built it. You know what I mean? They just get them up. It's Portland. Hey. The fuck was that? The dumpster. Ah, nice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like the, episode, the Manchester the dumpster Derby. fire. You had you had things you were saying. Yes. I just I I don't see. City having a, a handy issue with a United side. I think they're going to be able to provide a much bigger roadblock than Arsenal did. Well, we've seen we've seen teams that get at City have a little bit of success too. They do. It's so, the thing. So like it's gonna, Palace and Newcastle. Have to be early. It's not going to be Ronaldo coming on in the 75th minute after De Bruyne has already oh my God, scored. I fucking two. hope Ronaldo starts. Oh my God! He I hope Ronaldo starts. He's not going to. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's it's just. I, I, I don't see this being a contest. I don't see it. I think it a, will be a contest. A I think crazy. United look very good they under have Ten Hag, they and they're trending in the right direction. They are trending in the right direction, but there's there's time for the stumble to happen, and it hasn't yet. I, th- I think them beating Liverpool and Arsenal is a big boost for them going into this game as well. So. It is. I'm not but saying City, it's going to be an easy game. City is the challenge right now. It is the talking point. Hot... You have to stop Holland, and I don't see that happening with the United side. I don't see that happening. They're gonna just have to take a page out of the the Bournemouth book, the only team he hasn't scored against. Yep. Yeah. 
They have to put Lissandro on a stepladder. To be fair to Lissandro, he put in a really good shift against Holland when Ajax beat Dortmund in the Champions League okay, last year. Fair. Well, to be fair. Well, Pat did his research. To yeah, be fair. I like that. He put what in a guy. good shift against him. No, I, uh, I, Michael I, see, Oliver I see City. Also is the ref for this game. Uh, Man United don't have the best record against Michael Oliver. Against you you Michael have a really Oliver. good one. So Yeah. Just to, so, just to know. We'll see. Michael Oliver. We'll see. Yeah. You know, Seek bought us a good referee for this game. It's cool. <laughs> He's a guy that loves to just throw his name in the game. You know, yeah, Michael Oliver on. likes to make, make, him, it about make himself, himself known. You know. Do you think we get a red card this game? No. No, I could see United. Mm. Someone in their midfield. Yeah. If it is, Friend it's not going to be a straight red. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a. It's going to be a double yellow off of some dumb shit. But I do think this. It's. I think this is going to end up. I, I, no, nah, I think the North London Derby is still probably the game of the weekend. I'm going to rescind the statement I was about to make. I think NLD is still the game of the weekend. That's that's shaping up to be, like the best contest. I just think you. It's gonna, there's two very good games. Yeah. Happening yeah. back to back. Um. I'm taking. I, I I think City win it though. I think I think we get the job done. I would agree. And then Across Arsenal the and Tottenham City. draw, and City take their rightful place at the top of the table. Yeah, and then it's us chasing the rest of the year. We'll see. Usual. We have usual. Adam Lallana. Uh, Adam Lallana and Brighton. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I shouldn't say Adam Lallana side because not anymore. We they got uh, the Donuts guy. I don't know his name, but I don't know his name either. But I know he's pretty good. New manager bounce. You never know. Adam got one game at the helm. Or did he even they, get a game? They, I'm not sure if they played because the Queen. Oh yeah, they no, they, I don't. I don't think they did. They might have. They were one of Dude. those sides. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> you scratched the mic. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> no, these little grip things at the end. It's a yellow yeah. card for Josh. It's the end of the end of the episode. It's a good way to end it. <laughs> Edit in a yellow. Yeah, card we had a uh, we had we had a short one today. Uh, be on the lookout for a series. Uh, that we want to try to continue in the build up to the World Cup, another little, yeah. a little Something mini episode like releasing after this one. Ton sometime of stuff in the works in the middle of next week. Um, the grind doesn't stop. No, the grind doesn't stop. We're fifty four days away from kickoff in the World Cup, so we we're gonna get some of that content knocked out. Um, mini sods on the way, and uh, some some cool stuff. Maybe some guests on the Perfect. on the horizon. Yep, deuces. Bye. Peace.